Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they're launched from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Okay, so here's the thing. Reading is kinda hard. I mean, most of Cast Party needs glasses, we've got long hours with jobs and editing so we don't have the time to sit and read, and Nigel might be illiterate, his words, not mine. So we'd like to thank our newest partner, Audible, for allowing us to enjoy books without the time and eyesight needed to read them. Picture this, you're me. You just spent eight straight hours editing the newest episode of Cast Party, the one you're listening to right now. Your eyes hurt, like really hurt. You can't sleep yet, but your fellow castmate recommended his favorite book. And oh, what's this? It's on Audible? Well, you might as well start listening and see what's going on there. Now, get this. That's a true story. Nigel told me about his favorite book, A Heartbreaking Work of Staggering Genius by Dave Eggers, and said that that book is the reason he became a writer. He said, and I quote, Something about the way it sounds like the whole book is the neurotic ramblings of a dude that can't escape his own mind made me want to do exactly that. And now, Nigel's a self-published author. So I thought, you know, that seems like a pretty good reason to give it a shot. And Audible made that super, super easy. Because the book is on there, and you get one free book just for signing up for a free trial. So head on over to audibletrial.com castparty. Plus, it's a free and easy way to support your favorite podcast. No money down, and you can cancel the second you sign up if you want. So what are you waiting for? Go support us in a completely free way and start reading today. That's audibletrial.com slash castparty. They're too young to retire because they're barely old enough to be on the force. I'm too old for this shit. You're not even 30. What do you mean you're too old? I don't know. Touring made me old. This fall, Jet Chambers and Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves. I swear to God, I'll slap you. 
And I won't stop slapping you until you tell us what we need to know! Jet, no, we need him alive! Uh, hey, hey, buddy. I'm, I'm so sorry about my friend over here. Need him alive? I said I'd slap him, not shoot him. Uh, well, yeah, but your hands are fucking huge. I, I don't want to risk it, okay? So, anyway, buddy, uh, you like music? Um, I've got this mixtape. Two cops playing to the beat of their own drums. You can't handle the truth. Your mixtape sucks, Green Sleeves. I know that, but I need the exposure. Oh, oh, well, you can handle the truth, I guess. Are you guys fighting right now? Shut up! I'm so, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, you want some water? Together, they're facing the music. That's it. I'm done. We're done here. I can't handle all the singing. No, no, we're not, Jet. I know you'll be back as soon as I write another song about you. No, no, I'm not coming back. Oh, it's Jet. Oh, Jet's the best. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director. I am joined today by my bowling-ready cast and crew. Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo-at-heart musician who once tried out to be in the Wiggles, but for obvious reasons, got rejected. This led him to make his own children's song group called The Wobbles. <laughs> Anna Brisbane. I'm playing Blueberry Sky, whose first job was a commercial for Barbie Malibu Dreamhouse, in which her only line was, House, it's a mansion! <laughs> oh, that's adorable! Oh yes. my god! Um, the intro. Nigel Deacon. What's up? I'm Xander Gucci Supreme, camera guy to the stars, and though I'll never admit it, I'm a major BTS fan, but I'll deny it if you ever ask. Wow. <laughs> I can see that. Oh my god. Vince is old. Don't worry about him. And Vince Perino! <laughs> <clears throat> yes, uh, Vince Perino. I play Jet the Boulder Chambers. Fun fact about Jet, he has never played Dungeons and Dragons, but he oh. has been interested for a long time. Weird. And oh. he, he tried like getting something set up with Pebbles, but it just didn't work. Just never fit what? into her schedule. Pebbles it, couldn't DM properly. No, Yo, she she was wait. a pretty bad DM. She she made everything a little bit too <laughs> OP. So. After party ideas. Guys, I never thought about the fact that we live in a world with Dungeons Same. and Dragons. I yeah, just exactly. <laughs> Yo, Vince, you actually just blew my mind. Oh my god. What the Oh fuck? my god. I didn't even think of that. All right, let's let's not dwell on that. What is this? Like long? breaking the fifth wall here? I don't even know what yeah, this is. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's uh, stop exploring our the deepest, darkest depths of our minds and talk about what happened last time. Last time we started our episode in Visage with Badger walking in and asking Jet where the ring is. He used some sort of magic to compel Jet to get the ring for him from Xander. Blueberry ran to the back of the shop and made Xander hide the ring before talking to Badger and confronting him about him messing with Jet's head. That led him to trying to compel Blueberry to grab the ring, but she resisted and retaliated by ensnaring Badger in a field of vines. You all went out to speak with him, but on your way out, the invisible Valorith guard grabbed Sebastian and slit his throat with a serrated dagger, causing him to fall unconscious immediately. Combat ensued and you were able to save Sebastian from perishing. You put Badger down, still encased in vines, and this man returned to a fancy, slicked-back hair poser. 
Jet tackled the guard to the ground as he ran and held him in a grapple, while Blueberry tied up the guard, and he also no longer looked to be a Valorith guard. You found feather tattoos behind both of their ears, denoting they were both part of the Ashen Phoenix. You grabbed some knives, some gold, and a note from their bodies. The note was written on a wine label titled New Beginnings, with a picture of a building along the archway in Pastau, with a large stained glass window that has a wine bottle with a snake coiled around it, eating its own tail. You did some interrogating of Vecnus and Wajinkly. They told you that they took the job from the Voiceless so they can gain money and more influence in Pastau, and take it away from the Voiceless, who are keeping Pastau in the dirt and not allowing the city to thrive and grow. You all debated morality and decided to leave them tied up in the back of Visage, and you got Reginald ready and on to Horse Blueberry. You moved through the Dark City to Haven and met with Kovar for a brief moment where he took you to see Jaria, a large bronze dragonborn man. You all angered Jaria quickly by lying to try to get a larger payment for the job. Blueberry was able to keep ties with him on the brighter side, if you could say that. You were all given 25 gold each and told to come back to the Voiceless if you ever were looking for more jobs. You went back downstairs and talked with Kovar. You learned about the Valorith Guard and how terms were set up with the Voiceless and the Guard. You learned about the temple and the passing ritual going on there, and that plain-touched individuals have a second chance at life if they choose to try and brave the chaos of Pandemonium instead of heading directly to the Astral Plane. And finally... Blueberry headed over to talk with the Doubtfires. Blueberry was able to convince them to come with you all to the Drunken Ox for bowling night. You headed there, met with Jatoba, and headed down to the bowling alley. Now, you are standing in front of a large crowd that is giving raised eyebrows, a few stank eyes to you all, as the pins across the way are being set up. And so the scene is set. The question is, what will you do next? Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of bowling balls here. Uh, it is really quiet right now. These people weren't expecting, you know, you especially to bring in two Valorith elves, though both of the Doubtfires are giddy with anticipation. Oh, honey, look. These are so actually quite dirty. Um, do, you, do any of you have a napkin? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I definitely don't. But Jet or Blueberry, I feel like. Why do you do you guys have like a handkerchief on you or something? I don't know. Sebastian, use your shirt. Come on. Oh no, I, I don't want to. This is the only one I have because I threw the other one to Jet and then he dropped it in oil. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he dropped it in the oil, but <laughs> well, I can't use my shirt. You know, it's Gucci. I'm not about to mess with that. But. Whatever. No, it's fine. It's fine, guys. It's uh don't worry. They're they they look dirtier than they are. It's all image. That's all. You know. Yes. Um wonderful. How how do we play? We're playing somewhat normal bowling. It is going to be team bowling as you guys wanted in the last episode. So I I adjusted yes. it to be teams <laughs> so you can choose your team captains and everything. It's going to be 6 rounds for each team so each of you will bowl twice instead of doing like a full 10 bracket for everyone. And then there's more rules to that, but We'll get there when we get there. Yes, how do we play? May I throw? 
Let's pick teams first. Yeah, not yet. Oh. We we gotta we gotta divide off. Uh, okay. I don't know if you would like to. Do you you want a little friendly competition with your hubby over there? You know, James has gotten pretty close to finishing his oxhorn. Like he's getting into it. <laughs> Forgot about those. <laughs> with Jet trying to force it down uh, a little bit earlier, he's got he's pretty drunk and he just like winks at uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, I think that would be grand. All right, won't you guys be the uh, the captains? Yeah. Um, we'll say Mrs. Doubtfire's picking first. I have you in an order in my head, and I'm just gonna roll a d4. Yes. Um, I will take uh the the very large man. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Good choice. I guess. Good choice. He should be able to throw this rock hard. First pick. First pick. First pick. <laughs> it's only because you don't understand the game, bro. Oh, see, yes, he knows the game. I will, I will take you, young man. That's what's up. Well, yes, I will take, um, uh, you, uh, the guitar man. <gasps> yes. Oh, you're good at music. That means sports, right? Yeah. Yes. Come <laughs> join. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. Oh, actually, um. Wait, can we? Uh, no, no, no. We uh, got blue. She's um, she's on our team. All right, Jet. We're gonna mess some stuff up. We're gonna do this. We gotta show him up. I'm gonna throw that rock. I'm gonna whisper to uh, Sebastian. Try to get some info. Ask her about Valorith and try to get some info. Oh, yeah. Good. Maybe call. flirt. I don't know. Oh, that's weird. But I'll try. <laughs> <laughs> Why is everyone always trying to hook me up with old ladies? <laughs> <laughs> they seem like your type. I don't know. It's, <laughs> so how this is going to work, uh, again, it's six rounds. Each round, one person from each team will go. You're going to roll just dexterity, and you can choose to roll a normal roll or a style roll. Interesting. <laughs> if you do style, you have to tell me how you're rolling, and you'll be rolling with disadvantage. Now, that sounds bad. You'll get less points. but there is crowd points in this game. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Both positive and negative. The team who has the most crowd points at the start of each round will get advantage. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, snap. And this is, again, a negative and positive scale. So, you know, they might be throwing shit at one team, but the other team is, like, doing fine. They don't really care. They'll still get advantage because they're not getting shit thrown at them. Does hitting the pins affect crowd points also? Yes. You roll whatever your dexterity is, your dexterity roll is. Say you got a 16, we're going to divide that by two, and you got eight out of the 10 pins. It's always divide by two and round down. So that's how many points you get overall, and that's how we know who wins. That same dex roll of 16 has a crowd points roll associated with it that I already have. Mm. So technically, you have a worse chance by going at disadvantage, but you have a bigger chance of getting more style points. Mm -hmm. Do you guys want to do like a coin flip to see who goes first? <laughs> roll off. Why don't we just like initiative? Oh, yeah. Everyone roll and we take average. Yeah. I mean, I have their stat blocks if you want me to do for but them like, too. But like in world, is it a coin flip? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In, in world, it'll be a coin flip. Oh, I'm letting you down. I got a four. Mrs. Doubtfire got a 16. Mr. Doubtfire got a 5. I got a 10. What did Jet and Blueberry get? 4. A Oof. 4. Wait. Oh, you got 4 too? So total 13 on our side for me, Blueberry, and Mr. 
Okay, so Mrs. Team definitely went one now. Yeah. Let's go, Jay. We got this. First pick. Let's go. First pick. You just want a coin flip. That's Going all. Going first makes no difference in bowling. Says you, Blueberry. First pick means first place, baby. Uh, all right. <laughs> oh, may may I may I may I do? Is this is this is this a good time? Oh, of course. It's it's all you, my dear. Go for it. Mrs. Doubtfire's going first. You see, she puts the ball down and pushes it with two hands. She hasn't seen anyone else throw yet. <laughs> and it veers way off to one side, but she's able to just get one pin on the left side. Oh, I, I got one. When you say pushes with both hands, do you mean like the between the leg one or is she pushing from behind? Like, did she put the ball down, sit behind it and push it forward with both hands? <laughs> Uh, I kind of like that better, yes. <laughs> I initially was thinking like the, the underhand. granny style, as yeah. they call yeah. it, the underhand. But I, I like it more thinking that she's pushing it like that. And you can see immediately the crowd just starts booing. They're angry. They're yelling. Every once in a while, like someone will like throw a glass bottle and it like hits the other end of the wall behind you and you can hear shattering. They're already very upset. Oh, my God. Should I be going next for our team? Do it up, baby. (laughs) Okay. Mr. Doubtfire, he's been around a little bit longer than Miss Doubtfire. Like, yeah, he, you know, they're a couple of like 300 each, but he's like 320. So he's got that extra 20 years on her. He actually knows like to put his fingers in the bowling ball and he does like the sweep with his leg and he just lets it go real nice. (gasps) And he's able to get nine of the pins yes. down. Look at that. You can see that he actually hit every single one other than the one that Mrs. Doubtfire got previously. Huh. Would have made a good team. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> the smack talk already. Sebastian. Yo, do you still have that oily shirt? Uh, I, I, I honestly don't know. I probably not. I think we left it in the oil. I'm not even joking. I thought we, I thought we took it. No, you didn't bring it back up to me. I asked you to bring it back up to me. And you just left it I there. I want to put grease in their ball. <laughs> I don't have any <laughs> grease. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'll hype you up. I'll do my best to distract them. We got this. Uh, you just go roll. I, I need time to think. Okay. Do, do you have any butter? What uh, no, I definitely don't have butter. <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire comes over to her team and says, Oh my god, this is wondrous! Gosh, this is so much better than last year's trip. Oh, brava! There's no way we could ever top this. Crazy as it is. Um, who would like to go next? Uh, a uh, big, big guy over here. He, he's, he's looking to go next. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, please! Oh, okay. All right. I'll, I'll go. Jet, the crowd is like booing at you. They're not expecting anything great. They're, they're not happy. Well, seeing as I just rolled a nat 20, I think I should probably take that. (laughs) Immediate strike. Beautifully done. The crowd definitely changes tunes very quickly, and they start yelling and clapping. Uh, You can hear Jatoba in the background. Yeah, that's my boy! Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I want to adjust my armor a little bit and just kind of like wipe off my shoulder and walk away. Mr. Doubtfire's team. Blue. Why don't I go up, I'll hit it with some style, get the crowd on our side, and then you finish us off strong. How's that sound? Oh, uh, okay. All right. So I'm going for a style roll. You're going for style roll, but because you guys had the most crowd points last time, you get advantage. So this will be a straight up roll. Hell yeah. 
Yes, suck it, Jet. You're not the only one with a nat 20 around here. No! Oh, shit! Are you serious? With style? So, as I approach, I do a little bit of spin, throw some spin on the ball, so it curves from one side around into that strike. Jesus, you just got so many style points. Yeah, baby. You do this beautiful spin, curves right nice. It makes that most satisfying bowling sound where everything goes... <laughs> Everyone goes crazy. This crowd has turned around very quickly. Again, Xander, you hear Jatoba. Yeah, that's it, Xander. Outburst that, not on the boat. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's so salty oh about God. the boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are to round three. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's me. You do not have advantage. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Jet, what you thinking? Do, do, should, I, should I try to style it up a little bit? Did or? you see what he just did? You gotta make up for our weak link in the chain, if you know what I I'm mean. Oh, yeah. Wow. Mrs. Doubtfire kind of letting us down over here. Okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll try to make it all fancy. Like, I got you, bro. 16. You got 16 with disadvantage? Well, 16 first roll. <gasps> nat 20. Okay, so yeah, 16. Damn. Fuck. So 16, 16, 16. There's no 16. way we're doing this many nat 20s. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And that was a style roll. Yes. I am placing the ball down. I'm facing away from the lane. And I'm just looking at everybody. And I just have my arms crossed. And I like kick the ball behind me and just start walking forward. I don't even look back to see what I hit. What? Oh, beautiful. Ouch. Absolutely love it. And so does the crowd. Crowd goes wild. They are very happy right Let's now. Go. A lot of them drunk. There's like random drunk cheering. They seem to still be even more excited when Blueberry heads up. I'm just going to roll straight. You have advantage because they are cheering for you. I got a nine. Did you get a nine with advantage or did you, were you going for yeah. a style roll? Oh no. Okay, with advantage <laughs> you got a nine. Okay, so you're able to hit four pins down. It's not as good as you wanted, but you know, like you guys are ahead. It's, it's going okay. You seem to lose some of the crowd's favor. I've never bowled before. I know. Someone teach me how to do it. I've seen the big Lebowski, but like, that's it. You're doing fine. You're doing crap. <laughs> that's okay, Blueberry. We'll get him in the next round. I got an idea. <sighs> that is the Doubtfire's turns again. As Mrs. Doubtfire walks up to, like, get her ball from the little, the thingy, uh, I want to turn to the crowd and cast Bardic Inspiration on Mrs. Doubtfire. And I want to be like, oh, Mrs. Doubtfire? More like Mrs. On Fire. Am I right? Yeah, woo! Yeah, yeah, woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, woo! <laughs> yeah, yeah, woo! Yeah, yeah, Jatoba gets it, woo! <laughs> I want to go to her and, and show her how to actually use the ball. As you're doing so, she's getting all hype. Everyone's, like, excited for her. Yes, can I? Can I do one of those turnaround moves? Uh, uh, maybe not the best item. What? Sure, we have faith in you. Oh, oh grand. <laughs> okay, she still got a seven with disadvantage. Plus five. She got a 12. <gasps> Let's go. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. So she's able to hit six more down. Crowd's on her side like a little bit. Pretty proud of her. Uh, wait, let's see what she does. I feel like she would just follow the, the first spin around move and just kind of do that. 
Uh, she doesn't do it quite as gracefully, but she she kind of just spins her already outstretched arm and just lets go at a really good time. Hell yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah, killing it. Killing it, Mrs. Doubtfire. Let's go. James walks over, grabs his ball, immediately looks at Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm going to do the same. Um, so he actually has advantage. This is a straight up roll. Okay. <laughs> what? Oh, God. It's either very good or very bad. I have a feeling it's bad. Yeah. Mr. James walks up. You can see he's, he's contemplating a few different things. Like he, he like starts moving in a circle. No, I could do something better. He like puts the ball down and kind of like moves it with his foot, kind of like Sebastian was doing. Um, he doesn't like that either. And he remembered, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire tried something interesting the first round, but it didn't work for her, but I can make it work. So he puts it on the ground, lays down, oh, no. and pushes it with all his might with two hands. And it soars into that same one pin that she hit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the crowd is pissed. And starts yelling and screaming. A uh, couple start throwing beer bottles again, and some of them are shattering near you guys. Mistress Doubtfire takes a little bit of cover. Oh my, I cannot believe poor May chooses to live here amongst the filth and these people. Oh. Jet, what did she just say? Did she say May? May? Who's May? Don't let me forget that. Uh, you can hear Jatoba walking around. Oh, settle, settle down. It was, it was a good try. They're, they've been doing well. And he's like trying to keep the, the crowd pretty well. I got a natural one. <laughs> that is the next round. This time, Mrs. Doubtfire's team is up in crowd points. So the crowd is a more excited for you guys. Yeah, Jet, come on. Don't worry. Give me, give me that style. I, I got you. I'm I got you. I'm hyping you up so hard. You have no idea, Get bro. them to cheer my name. Get them to cheer my name. Yeah, I got you. Ready? Ready? Okay. I'm going to go up and find the nearest microphone that doesn't exist in Fendrea, but we're going to say it exists for this, <laughs> this specific scene. And I would like to, to tap the microphone and it does that little, uh, the, the feedback thing. Excuse me, everybody. I have, I have been, uh, practicing my poetry and I know you all love poetry here so much. So I, I wrote one about my, my good friend Jed over here, and he's about to go, so I want to hype him up. Okay, can everyone join me here? Okay, uh, there once was a man named Jet who had quite impressive pecs. He loves to bull, and boy is he swole, and don't you ever forget. Woo, Jet! Yeah, Jet! 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 Oh, my God. God, that was our first poem. I liked that. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I wasn't expecting it. Little, little claps. Little claps. All right. Jet, you got inspiration. If you're doing a normal roll, you have advantage. If you're doing a style roll, it's a straight up. Style, baby. Add that D6, boy. Straight up dex check with a D6. That's a dirty 20 without the D6. Yes, do it anyway. Just do it. Um. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Uh, uh, and five. Oh, my God. Boom! Jet got two strikes. That's crazy. Very well done. Yes. And this one, this one, I don't want to do myself. I want to put the ball right in front of the lane and uh, call for Frederick. What? And you're going to coax Frederick and but, do so? No, but no. Why? He, he would never. He won't betray Blue. But here's the thing. I grab a little bit of food and hang it in front of the ball. I don't think so. <laughs> See, you didn't have to convince Colin. You had to convince Anna. True. That's the thing. Director, does he run after the food? Ask Anna. 
I don't think so. (laughs) So now you just have a food covered ball. That means Jets just got to really outdo it. I'm just going to throw the food right at the ball so hard that the ball just starts rolling. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things where it's like a very slow. It almost looks like you're, you're playing shuffleboard with how slow it's going, but it just keeps continuing to roll. And it just barely has enough momentum to knock down all 10 pins. As it's slowly rolling, I want to slowly just turn and stare at Frederick. He's just snuggling into my neck. (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Come on. (laughs) Mr. Doubtfire's team. Yeah, yeah, I'm up. We got to get some of those style points back. So I'll, I'll, I'll go for a style. I'm taking the risk. Here we go. Double 20s. Let's go. I don't even want to roll the next one. Oh, no. It can't get worse, so. Your boy got a one. Oh, no. no. So that sucks. I I forget what game I'm playing, and I go for a Kobe. Like, just (laughs) yeet that shit. (laughs) With two natural ones in a row. You step back. It's pretty heavy. It's, It's less a Kobe, more a shot put because of how heavy this ball is. And it lands, and it cracks through the bowling alley. Oh, what the <gasps> fuck? Xander, we're going to have to pay for that. And with that, the crowd has just had enough. They stop their booing, <gasps> and they start shouting. They're throwing beer glasses and ox horns down. They're coming down, <gasps> knocking over pins. People oh start grabbing God. bar stools oh, and pushing <gasps> and shoving each other. And you hear one guy yells, get those rithy bitches. Oh, shit. Everyone roll initiative. Oh god, wait, okay, I am frazzled. 16. 19. Oh, 13. Uh, 22. Oh, do you have any spell slots? I have one spell slot. I used all my bardic do you inspiration. Have calm emotions? No. <laughs> no. No, I have charm person. <laughs> Me too. Let's let's try that. No, there's too many! We can we we'll find the biggest, most influential boys. <laughs> Where are the Fendrayan influencers? <laughs> so how this is going to work, this bar brawl is a swarm of humans. Uh, it is a huge swarm. So attacking any of them does damage to the bar brawl as a whole. Oh, fuck. That means I can't charm them. They're a 15 by 15 foot square. It's a huge swarm. They can be in your place, so you just kind of have to talk about how you're going about doing this whole thing. And first in the initiative order is Sebastian. Oh, shit. Okay. I am just going to stand in front of everybody and just try to plead for our lives. <laughs> I'm going to find said poetry microphone again. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, yeah, we're going to bring that back. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> Uh, it's it's their first times, guys. It's okay. It's okay. See, look, ours ours did really well. Um, they can they're they're okay. Uh, they're together. They're a wonderful, happy couple, and they're just here to experience the the wonderfulness that is pastel. You can't you can't go against them and and try to ruin their experience. Like, what? That's just gonna put a bad light on us, you know, us pastelians. Uh, you, you know, we want to make a good name for ourselves, right? Come on. Most of what you said is true. You only said one lie, so I'm going to give you persuasion with disadvantage. Oh. Okay. (gasps) Okay, well, that's a seven. I don't think I'm going to get worse than that. Yeah, that's a seven. 
it's gotten chaotic. It doesn't look like just you yelling at them is going to calm them down. They need to be beaten into submission at this point to get the point across. Jet, your turn. There are these guys coming down. They're like running down the stairs. A couple of them have uh, beer bottles. A couple have some bar stools. You can see some people are grabbing darts off a nearby dartboard. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, God. Lord. Okay, can I grab the closest bowling ball, please? Oh, yeah. Uh, I want to chuck it at the biggest group that there is. Oh, my God. I'm going to count this as... This is like an improvised weapon. Uh, so go ahead and roll me an attack roll with strength. So basically, like, roll your, your normal attack roll with, uh, like, your Warhammer. So it'll be proficiency plus strength. That's 16, please and thank you. That hits. Give me a d4. That's a one. You you throw this one, you're able to hit one of the guys, but there's so much force behind this. It seems like it does a lot more than just hit one guy. You're able to push him into all these others. So it seems like you did probably more than you expected. Ooh. That is the bar's turn. They are going to start moving through you. Both Mr. and Mrs. Doubtfire had started cowering at this point, so they are technically behind you right now, but this bar brawl can technically move through you guys, but they are attacking you on the way as you're kind of trying to hold them back, especially Sebastian, like, vouching for them. So you can see this one guy comes up with a bar stool, starts swinging at you. Ah! That's only a six. (laughs) That's very much not going to hit. Yeah, nerd. (laughs) But as he does that, a different dude has a broken bottle and comes up to to Jet, who just threw this bowling ball. And he got a 15 to hit? No. And then some of these guys in the back with darts start throwing. One of them is aiming for Blueberry. That's a 16 to hit. Yes. You're going to take eight piercing damage as a few of these darts come oh, and hit you. Oh, wow, dude. Oh, my God. One has got eyes set high. They're setting for uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. We're going to say that because she's cowering, she has partial cover. And that's only a 12 to hit. So that's not going to hit Mrs. Doubtfire. That is the Doubtfire's turn. And you can hear them yell, oh, honey, please. Oh, I'm so scared. Mrs. Doubtfire grabs a bowling ball nearby and just kind of clutches it. Uh, Mr. Doubtfire, he like whips around his ox horn in his hand and looks menacing, but they're still staying far out of this area. And Xander, your turn. Xander is pumped up. He loves bar fights. So he's like (laughs) both yelling with excitement, but also trying to protect his camera. And while he does that, he accidentally clicks the button and fires an Eldritch Blast. That's 19. Definitely hits. Nine damage. Oh my god. No killing people. He has no idea what he's doing. The laws. This Gucci symbol comes blasting out. You shoot it into a beer bottle and it like refracts into multiple lines and you can see it like hits a bunch of these guys. Um, And a couple of them fall down drunk, unconscious. <laughs> Blueberry. Everyone stop. I'm going to just stand up on a chair and be like, Guys, one of the laws of Pastel is to not exploit the weak, and there's so many of you, and you're so strong, and we're just so weak, and please just stop. We're just trying to play a game. Are you also trying to convince them? Yes. Ah! Oh, my. Nine. A nine's not enough, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Sebastian, back to the top with you. 
Oh god, so they're like bum rushing us at this point. Yeah, basically. Okay. It, how far away is Blueberry from me? You're all relatively close together. You're actually pretty much the closest to the bar brawl because you like kind of moved up to get like the microphone. <laughs> okay. If I'm in front of like everybody and people are like trying to swarm past me, seeing them all hectic and crazy and going back to the time that Sebastian was booed off stage and this is reminding me of him, he's going to get kind of angry. And I'm just going to yell, STOP! <laughs> And I'm going to cast Thunderwave. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's a deck save, con save, strength save? Uh, con save. Con save 13. I only got a three, so. Perfect. Uh, it's six damage, but I mainly just wanted it for the pushback and to hopefully do some sort of intimidation kind of tactic and just huge, just shockwave protruding from my body when I yell. Okay. Just one big slap to the face. Yeah. Yeah. I like this a lot. You're you're pushing them all backwards. It's basically you just yelling. I'm I'm thinking like super anime style. Like you yell and things just oh, like yeah. get pushed. Back. I yell <laughs> and and the whole just sound fucking boom comes out of my body. I'm gonna give you inspiration for that. Yeah. We're gonna move to Jet. Did all of them get pushed back or no? Because they're one. They're technically one entity. Uh, they all got pushed back by that. Okay. While that's happening, while they're getting pushed back, I want to take my shield in front of me and charge them with it. And I want to try to, like, push as many back as well. Okay. Oh, like a wall of death. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like a really <laughs> scary wall of death. Yes. Uh, okay. Go ahead and roll an attack. Strength and proficiency like normal. Oh, shit. It's a nat one. Ooh. Oh, God. So that's, that's four altogether. You start running towards them based on where you are. The biggest group of them is across one of these lanes. You slip on the slick bowling lane. They're slick for a reason. And uh, you drop your shield and it goes into the crowd of people. Oh, no. Mm. Oh, no. Oh, no. So now his AC is low, too? Yep. Yeah, oh, dude. No. Not only that, you are also prone. Because he was running at them with his shield to, like, block them and hit them. And so he had that out and it fell and slid into the group of people who all start getting up. You can see a bunch of them start grabbing nearby beer bottles and chugging them. Chugging? <laughs> They're chugging this alcohol and you can see a lot of them seem like rejuvenated a little. They got that liquid courage going on. Oh, oh no. <laughs> they start running up and two of them are going to go after the prone jet. So they're going to attack with advantage. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dirty 20 to hit with the bar stool. Oh, shit. This is a great mental image. Just like a bunch of dudes <laughs> running up and just kicking him while he's down. Just Ooh. stomping on you. <laughs> That's 10 bludgeoning damage. Oh, Jesus. Oh my god, I rolled two threes on that, so that's actually going to miss, even with advantage, the next bar style hit. The other ones are still throwing, like, long-range darts at the doubt fires. Both of those also miss. They're drunk as fuck. They are very, <laughs> they are all very, very drunk. intoxicated. Yeah. That is the doubt fires turns. Mrs. Doubtfire stands up, and she rolls the bowling ball towards a group of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> and she got... A natural one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that she she lets go of this thing a little too high, comes down, lands on jet, three bludgeoning damage. <laughs> no! <laughs> I've had enough! 
Mr. Doubtfire looks a little even more scared. He, he grips his ox horn with both hands and just kind of is waiting. That is Xander's turn. Oh, God. So I love it all so much. Uh, knife is coming out. He's having a ball. He's running into the crowd. Let's shank a couple of them. <laughs> okay. Just not just some light shanks. He's not he's not going for like criticals. He's just trying to a light shank. He's just what trying to hit a couple. <laughs> some light playful stabbing. Going for some Achilles. What's happening? Yeah, it's not great. Uh, an eleven. Eleven does not hit. You go up to this one dude. Yo, not cool, dude. No knives. All right. <laughs> they have broken bottles. You can grab a broken <laughs> bottle, but no knives. Uh, all right. Fair, and I'll put the knife away. <laughs> That's a weird visual in my head. <laughs> That's going to be like the only time that he's ever talked down from a knife. He respects, you know, bar fight rules. <laughs> Blueberry. Is there something I can walk behind, not taking the hide action, but walk behind to break uh, their line of vision on me? Uh, yeah, especially because they haven't really gotten that close to you yet because you haven't moved up and now they've all been pushed back. And because this is so hectic, maybe one or two of them will see you, but like they have things to worry about. Like Sebastian's just run up there. A lot of them see Jet on the ground. They're running up to him. You could definitely break line of sight. Yeah, I just want to like duck behind like a a chair or I don't know, a shelf or something real quick and transform into a giant hyena. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, just real quick, of course. Yeah. So ideally, they don't directly see it happen. I just kind of disappear. And then a hyena comes out, and I want to uh, just l- lunge forward and growl and bark and laugh and try to intimidate them. As you do so, you jump out. Jatoba catches your eye as he's trying to calm people down. Everyone out! There's a wild animal! <laughs> Roll with advantage. Ooh! Intimidation check. Jatobo's coming in on this next top of the uh, turn, so. What's wild is hyenas don't have a specific intimidation skill, but they do have a, a bonus to their performance checks. I don't know why hyenas are good what? at performance. Yeah, let's just, let's just, let's do that. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> 14. Okay. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to roll wisdom save okay so I set two DCs and how swarms work once they get down half of their HP they do like less damage because there's less around right and I'm gonna cut their current HP in half as half of these guys start running out of the drunken ox <laughs> Hell yeah. okay, okay a bunch of them get up they're tripping over each other but then a couple see you and lock eyes and they're like, they just start brandishing more bottles. Just for the visual, everyone should know this is a big white hyena with gray spots. Hell yeah. Yes. The size of a horse. Oh, oh Jesus, I, I keep forgetting that. It is a giant hyena. Yeah, I picture giant hyena, but then you say horse and that's bigger than I picture. Like a warg, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Oh, it's crazy. so cool. Blueberry, is that the end of your turn? Yep. At the top of the order, along with Jatoba's action, you see this tall, tall for a dwarf. He jumps up on a table and he bangs two ox horns together. And it almost sounds like a wood block because of how much air is popping out of it. This is, as you can imagine, the owner of the bar. And he says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am just standing there terrified. <laughs> Xander's laughing. 
I'm going to do a wisdom save for the bar. The bar actually does really well. Uh, they don't seem to be phased. But he starts yelling, Get the fuck out of here! None of you are staying the night! Oh, no. Sebastian, your turn. <laughs> this bar brawl is dwindling quickly. Can you tell me, does Jatoba have a gun? <laughs> He's a pirate. He does not have a gun. Does he have a gun-ish gun? No! Dang it. I am gonna run to the Doubtfires, and I'm just gonna bring my crossbow out, and I would like to ready a attack on the dart people, or anyone who tries to hurt them, and I'm gonna try to, like, usher them out, like, a back door, if there's a back door. Okay, so we'll say you're using your movement to try to get them to move, uh, and your action is to ready that for if anyone continues to attack them. Yes. Jet, that's your turn. You are prone. There are these two guys wailing on you with bar stools. I want to try to get up, and while I'm doing that, I want to do like a sweeping kick to try to sweep their legs. We'll just make that another strength throw. Oh my god, seven. <sighs> Seven's not enough. There's a bunch of people around. They got support on their legs. They're they're feeling good. Uh, you are able to stand up, and you are facing them now, but you weren't able to quite get them onto the ground. That is their turn again. They're going to do one barstool attack against Jet. That's only an 11. The dude who was like, no knives. He looks at you and he pulls out a knife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) And he stabs at you, Xander. It's a 15 to hit. Why aren't they going after the hyena? <laughs> yeah, for real. I know. <laughs> That'll hit, but I have a reaction. Oh, okay, uh, that is five damage. And what's your reaction? Hellish rebuke. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was. <laughs> he Xander can't control it. He's he's full of his emotions. He's just getting amped yeah, up. He's angry, and yeah. uh, he's angry, but also like overjoyed. And it's a weird combination. But either way, <laughs> he's nostalgic. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hellish rebuke. You need to do a deck saving throw. That's a three. Tight. And so now I roll three d10. It's a total of seven. Mm. Damn, dude, that's just sad. Yeah, uh, a couple of these guys get hit really bad. Uh, you don't, like, burn them too much, but they get the heat on them. Oh, they still have to do their dart attacks. And yes, they are going to go after the hyena at this point. <laughs> that is a dirty 20 to hit, so that one will hit. And that is a natural one. Okay. Uh, Let's do the dirty 20 first. Blueberry, you're going to take four piercing damage. Oh, my God. Some of these guys are in the back. They're just throwing darts. They're being willy-nilly. They're going to hit their own group. The hyena's going to laugh. These guys are dwindling quickly. I don't know, Colin, because it's a nat one, if you will allow me to use my readied action on that guy, even though I technically said I was blocking the doubt fires. But they did throw it at the hyena, which I know is Blueberry. And he did get a nat one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it's a nat one, I like that. I mean, I made him take a little bit of damage because they hit each other. But I do get that, yeah, they they hit Blueberry. All allowed. Nice. Only because it's a nat one. (gasps) Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh. All right. That's an eight. That's a four. That's 14 damage total. Sebastian. They're yours. I don't know how the hell you want to <laughs> explain this as the ending um, of Barbara. Okay, okay. So here, here's how it's going to go. Uh, I'm going to be kind of like 
ushering the the doubtfires away and when i turn to like look at uh the doubtfires and like kind of shoo them away i accidentally pull the trigger and it goes flying and like the biggest dude in the bar gets hit in the knee and he kind of screams oh and then when he screams everyone else gets all scared and then everyone is like okay stuff's going down we should get out A lot of these people are passed out on the ground, some drunk, others hurt too much, and we are out of initiative. Jatoba immediately okay. goes, I told you they probably shouldn't have bowled. Uh, Jatoba, it's okay. We just want to have some fun. Is there like a back door or something? Can we just leave? Leave. You're paying for this. What? Uh, I don't think so, Chief. We didn't incite this. Yes, you did. You brought them here. Hey, they're just people. You let me lose customers. You broke the bowling alley. Okay, well, okay, the bowling alley, I can understand. But we did not cause this. If your patrons were a little nicer, maybe they wouldn't have incited violence here. My patrons are not my problem. Then <sighs> we're your patrons, so we're not your problem. So, uh, peace out. He's got a point. <laughs> listen, 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 listen. I would not take those two outside right now. Well, oh, they're not going to let us stay here. Listen, listen, listen. Lester. You know, I'm, I'm here all the time, right? Uh, I can vouch for these guys. They're great. Charge them triple. Have them stay here. Triple? Yeah, triple. <laughs> uh, you know what? Quadruple. That sounds <laughs> better. Shut the fuck up. Hey, hey, I warned you. I'm helping you out. I think that's a that's a good plan, right? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Triple if they help clean everything up. Easy. Yes, done. E easy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, a hyena wants to make a stealth check. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Give me stealth. I won't go hide. The horse-sized <laughs> hyena is going to hide in the bar. <laughs> yeah. This dude's pissed about the alley. He's not paying attention to the hyena. <laughs> yeah, so he should he should roll a disadvantage, right? It's an 8. What what are you trying to do as you hide? I'm trying to hide so that people don't see me turn back. Oh, you like try to find a hiding spot and Jatoba's already walking over to you. Blueberry! Good job there. Uh, I haven't seen this one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I walk away from him. Uh, okay. <laughs> I go outside. If you go outside, there are a bunch of these bar brawl dudes that are just like standing around <laughs> oh, a lot of them catching no. their breath some fishing their ox horns and a few of them look at you and go oh fuck okay i'm just gonna i'm still gonna go outside but i'm gonna run i'm gonna run to an alley there's an alley nearby you've been down before yeah i want to run down and find somewhere to hide yeah you go over and you are back by gulliver's house but most of these guys don't want anything to you you a lot of them jump away from you but they're still kind of <laughs> hanging around to the bar okay i change back in the alley and i also want to cast cure wounds on myself okay you do so yeah 10 back can i grab the bartender just like walk away with him it's like hey i'm gonna cover the bill how much you need triple for the night and no bad feelings i got you and, it, and you know if if you got anything to help rebuild the alley, that'd be great. I don't want to call it Doug. Doug's kind of a pain in the ass to deal with, but like we kind of have bowling night next Tuesday. Yeah, no, I feel you. Doug's are always the worst. Yeah. 
Yeah, why is that? Why is that? How many rooms do you need? Let's get at least three. Three rooms, triple price, and I'm being nice here. Fifteen gold. Done. Got you. As long as you don't mess anything else up, we can stay here again. Normal price. Sounds good. Hit him for a fist bump. Or like the whole thing, like the top down, straight into the middle, you know? You, you kind of have to guide him through it as he's like, what the? No, just give me the gold. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of like looks around and he says, uh, kind of looks like I got a night off, actually. As you guys start cleaning up. I would like to put up a hood to hide my hair and my ears. And I would like to stealth back into the bar. Okay, now I will like want to stealth check. It's 10. You're walking by. One of these guys clocks you immediately. I keep going. And spits at your feet. I keep going. Rithy bitch. I keep going. And you're able to walk back in the tavern just as Lester walks over. Oh, fuck. Wait, where did you go? All right, just move. Uh, and he starts locking the door. <laughs> Um, you guys are all helping clean up a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You take a good half hour, hour. You guys got to set up some of these unconscious bodies and stools and stuff. Some of them start waking up. One dude walks over to Xander. He's like, yo, you're good at that. Yo, thanks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives him like a fist bump. I want to druid craft some cute garlands at the end to make up for it. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, you're able to do so. I will say Mr. and Mrs. Doubtfire have not offered to help clean. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. They have been sitting in a corner chatting about how horrible this place is. Oh, no. Sebastian, he especially recognizes, like, you hear them mention May again, multiple times. I'm going to put down, uh, like, my broom or whatever I was doing to, like, sweep up. Um... And I just want to go over to their table if they're just chill. They're chilling at a table, you said, right? They're actually not even at a table. They are sitting on the stairs going up to the other area just because they, they, they don't want to be in your way. I would like to motion them up the stairs and take them to their room. Oh, my. However, will we deal with this? Uh, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm really sorry about all that. Uh, that got way out of hand. I would say I don't know uh, that this is regular here, but it definitely could be. I'll be totally honest with you guys. We're not from here. You lied um, to us. Oh, my. Oh, we were told there were only liars and cheats in Pastel. No, no, no. It's okay. We're not even from Pastel. Uh, that's a whole different story. Oh, they're <laughs> everywhere. Uh, just, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Mrs. Doubtfire, you did wonderful in bowling, and uh, I hope you guys at least had a little fun before you know all the stuff happened. I just wanted to make sure you guys. Were oh, like, this mattress is filthy. Uh, I'll get you guys like my extra blanket from my room, and I'll let you lay on that. It, it does. Is that okay? Oh, please. 
please. Yeah, of course, of course. Can, like, just when will breakfast be ready? Uh, it's still nighttime, bro. You got a while. Uh, yes, in the morning. I need to know. Oh, uh, I don't think they have complimentary breakfast here. But... Oh God, it's so much worse than I expected. <laughs> Didn't you mention something about your daughter uh, being here? Hey, poor May. Yeah, yeah, May. Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's such a piece of work. How could she live like this? So if if she lives down here, why didn't you guys want to stay with her? Well, she has not told us her address. Oh, uh, well, like, do you know where she works or something? Like, maybe you could go hunt her down in the morning? Uh... We haven't spoken with her in many years. We used to take her to Pastel every year. We would just always stay in Haven. Oh, well... But if this is how the rest of Pastow is, she must be dead. Well, okay, probably not. It's okay. I mean, we've been here, you know, a couple days and we're fine. I, I, I'm, I'm sure she's all oh. right. What brought her to Pastow? Oh, I don't know. She wanted to live with the common folk. I don't know why. She didn't mention anything before she was leaving? Just said she loved the art and architecture in the city. She just said Pastow had so much potential. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, if if she likes art and stuff, I'm sure they have like I don't know some sort of art gallery here, right, or something. Does she work there now? She's got to make money somehow. What did she like to do? I don't know. I don't know. We've searched for her before. Is that why you guys come here every year? Well, yes and no. Well, uh. Was there a specific place that you used to bring her when you guys would come? I know you said you really only stayed in Haven, we but- We only stayed in Haven? We've given up on May long ago. We just feel bad she has to live like this. Okay, I understand. I won't- I won't pressure you guys too much more about it. I just wanted to- to lead you guys up here and- and say I'm sorry for everything that happened. Hmm. But I hope you guys had fun, and I hope you sleep well, and we'll get breakfast in the morning, alright? Quaint. I'll go. I'll go grab my blanket. I I won't need it tonight. It's okay. I got my jacket and stuff. Yeah, you go grab your blanket. Uh, bring it back to him. They shut the door for the night. You can hear it lock behind you. Night, guys. This episode of Cast Party is sponsored by Podcorn. Now, usually we like to do some fun, goofy little skits for our ads, but we have been personally using Podcorn and wanted to take a second to talk about it. If you run a podcast, or if you're even thinking about starting a podcast, you need to sign up for Podcorn. So Podcorn is an online marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as mid-roll ads like this one, interview segments, topical discussions, giveaways, and so, so much more. It has been incredibly easy for me to pop on the site, see what sponsors are available, what they're looking for, and submit my pitch to them for Cast Party. Podcorn makes it truly simple to find sponsors that fit you and your show. And the best part? There is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities that are right for them directly on the platform. You never have to give up any rights to your show, and Podcorn is there to help you every step of the way ensuring you're not only protected, but properly compensated for the work that you do for brands. You work hard to produce your podcast, just like we do. So keep your creative freedom and have full control of how and when you monetize your show. 
Click the link in the show notes to sign up for Podcorn and start browsing for your very own sponsorship opportunities. Thank you so, so much again to everyone at Podcorn for sponsoring this episode. Who uh, paid for the... Who gave them the gold for their rooms? Oh, you know, I talked I talked to the dude. I uh, I talked him down a little bit, so I got it covered. No worries. Uh, okay. Okay. How many beds are in the rooms? I'll come back downstairs. We'll say there's three per room. It's been a crazy night, so I think it's probably good to to get some rest. You know, as much as I'd love to always party, it's time for bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Do y'all want to just keep the same teams? We'll just... Take up the rooms. We got two rooms up there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Tight. You all head to bed. And you're all feeling accomplished. You guys are feeling closer to your goal. Here it comes. A little more in tune with yourselves. Here it comes. You're all level three. Oh, there it is! Yes! Let's go! Take your long rest. If we try bowling again next week, will we become level four? <laughs> no, it wasn't That's how just we level the up bowling. every time now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so Blueberry and Xander are in the same room. Uh, Blueberry, you're up after four hours. Up and awake. Still rather dark. Um, is there anything you want to do before everybody else gets up? I'm just going to do some yoga and just kind of keep watch. Make sure I don't hear anything suspicious. Yeah, you're listening out the door, kind of doing your yoga nearby just to hear. There's actually like very little movement Um, as all these patrons that were going to stay there the night weren't there. <laughs> Didn't seem like Jatoba stayed here. He he left last night before you guys all went to bed. In the other room, Sebastian, you are dreaming. Uh-oh. Oh, God damn it. Never good. I was so excited. Not screaming this time, but still dreaming. Okay. This time you feel a little more in control. And you notice you're dreaming as you are in a village. Walking down a dirt pathway between some small shacks that are open. They're holding cut wood for the winter. You are pushing a wheelbarrow full of this wood. And ahead of you is a young man ushering you into a large building. Uh, what, what's, what's going on? What's in here? As he speaks, you hear a garbled mess. You can see his mouth is moving and he's just ushering you inside. But it doesn't sound like speech. It doesn't sound like a language. It sounds like you are hearing incorrectly. Okay. Uh, whatever you say, guy. And I'm going to go into the building. Uh, you're able to bring the wheelbarrow up the ramp. He has to help you, like, kind of pull it up this last... It's almost like a step at the edge into the back entrance of a large hall. The man you are with begins grabbing the firewood out of the wheelbarrow and stacking it next to a large fireplace. And he gestures towards there's another stack on the other side. Uh, okay. I'll uh, just start unpacking the wood into the other pile, I guess. There are long tables here stretched out in this hall where a dozen or so people are setting dishes down, bringing out rolls and napkins. It seems that there is to be a feast in this hall soon. A very tall commanding woman with bright red hair comes up to you and puts a hand on your shoulder and gestures you back outside. 
She also seems to be speaking to you, and again, it's mumbled and garbled, and you can tell she's speaking words, but then the words themselves are indiscernible. Okay, um, well, enjoy your feast, I guess, and I'll head outside. She gestures to you. There is outside a large wagon, and she grabs one edge of a chest that is on the back of this wagon and just for you to grab the other handle. Oh, oh, sorry. Okay. Um, I thought you were sending me away. I'll get, let me get that for you. You both grab a handle on either side, and she begins kind of pulling you the direction she wants to go. She's, again, speaking this garbled, indiscernible mess. You carry it back into the hall where the feast is being prepped and into a side room off of this large hall. You heave the chest onto a nearby table, and she begins unlocking it. She pulls out a large crossbow with wooden arrows, along with a small music box, and an ornately carved silver pocket watch. She sets the crossbow down on the table next to the music box, and the pocket watch into one of her own pockets. A second later, she heads to a bookcase across this small room and pulls out a large book that is covered in a thick layer of dust. The book seems to be bound in skin. Oh, God. Bringing the book over to the table, she blows off the cover. <sighs> and a thick cloud of dust begins filling this small room. She continues speaking and gestures to a nearby window with the shutters closed. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, let's let some fresh air in here. And I'll go and pull the curtains back and push open the window. Outside, the first thing your eyes see is a castle looming on a ridge in the distance. It completely blocks the rising sun behind it as you hear another shattering chord resonating through your body. Two watchtowers to the side of the central clock loom over the city as the clock face again turns into the room you had seen in your previous dream. Chord... Cord. Cord. The rune burns a bright ivory white again as the outside of your vision begins fading to black. You can't see this, but the woman grabs your hands and thrusts the small music box into it, though you cannot take your eyes off of the castle and the rune. She's speaking frantically as your vision continues to fade. And then she starts shaking your hands. Can I wind it up or open it? You start winding the side. And you again hear four notes. And you awaken. And as you awake, your wrist tattoo glows with a bright ivory. What the fuck? I'm going to rush over to Jet. I'm waking Jet the fuck up. I don't care how. I'm going to slap him in the face. I'm shaking him. I'm rattling everything. Jet, no, no, Jet, 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 Easy, easy, easy. What? Do you see this? What? Do you see this? Do you see this? What? And I'm showing him my wrist. Jesus, what did you do? I didn't do anything. I was just asleep. It slowly begins to fade. What? And after a few seconds, it just looks like your normal tattoo. What just happened? I don't know. I was dreaming, and it was the same color as the clock tower that I saw. You had another nightmare? Yeah, but it wasn't, like, scary this time. Like, I I felt 
like normal this time. Uh, was it like this when you went to bed? I don't think so. What the hell? Ugh. Does it hurt? No. Nothing different than usual. What, what do we do about this? I don't know. I kind of might regret this decision now. Here, here's what we're going to do. You're going to keep this between us. I don't want to scare the other two. Okay? Okay. Let's just keep it simple. Let's not do anything about this right now. Just keep it in the back of our minds. And next time we go to sleep, I want to watch over you. Okay? Okay. I got your back, buddy. Thank you. Let's go... Let's go get some breakfast. Let's see if the other two are up. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. I'm pretty hungry. Blueberry, you you hear them come out of their room down the hall, and they come and join you all. Xander, uh, you wake up as they're coming into the room. Feels like there's something in your pocket. Uh, what the heck is this? Oh, good morning, everyone. Um, one of y'all slip something in my pocket? No. Did someone from the bar fight, you know, just shove something in there? Oh, maybe. What have you got? I'll pull out what's in my pocket. Give me a d20 roll. What? God, what the fuck? 13. Which hand are you using? Um. Left or right? My right hand? You put your hand in your pocket and you pull it out. And it has this huge winter mitten on it. Uh, Wait, like, like a, a Bernie, Bernie mitten? mitten? Yeah, it's a Bernie mitten. <laughs> yes! yes! <laughs> uh, all right. It's a weird prank, but. Bro, like, why did you even bring that? It, it's not I, cold here, man. I didn't put it in there. I just, well, I guess I put my hand in it. That doesn't really look like your style, man. I'm going to try and take it off, I guess. Xander, as you try to take it off, it feels like it is fused to your skin. Oh, what the <gasps> fuck? <No way. laughs> uh, what? I, I, I can't take this off. Um, I, I want to see if it seems magical. Blueberry, give me an arcana check. 17. Uh, this thing's definitely fucking magical. It's, it's, it's stuck. It's fused. I want to try to reach my hand. Wait, no, that's a bad idea. I want to try to reach, <laughs> put, so, stick something that is not my hand also in the mitten, like a pencil, but I don't have a pencil. What I ha- Take his knife. Ugh. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. Why don't you put in the like handle of the knife? Wait, I have a mess kit. I have a mess kit, so I want to take a spoon. There you go. And stick a spoon and try to <laughs> get between his skin and the mitten. You're able to get it to about where the wrist turns into the hand, and that seems where the most part where it is like fused. Oh my god, <gasps> Xander, you're able to move your hand around in this mitten a little bit, but that wrist portion is where it is fused. Oh my god. Huh. Interesting. So, Xander, from now on, you will have disadvantage on sleight of hand checks as well as investigation checks if you're required to use your hands in some way, like if you're trying to feel for something. And disadvantage on all melee weapon attacks with that hand. Oh my god. Can you still take pictures? Uh, 
Yeah, I've been taking pictures for so long, I'm basically ambidextrous, so I can still take it with my left hand, but... Do, do you want us to try to cut it off, like, after the wrist? Yeah, like, do you want me to pull on it or something? I don't know what's I, happening. I would prefer to keep my hands, so please don't cut my hand off at the wrist. No, 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 that's not <laughs> what I meant. I meant, like, cut the fabric off of the mitten so it's just the fabric that is stuck to your wrist that is stuck there. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck it. And I'll pull out Jacob's knife to hand to anyone that wants to try. Blueberry? Uh... I mean, I, I gotcha, buddy. Oh God! <laughs> no, 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 let me let me take that, Sebastian. Are you dexterous? I don't know if if I trust him with. Who's got the steadiest hands here? I'm I'm probably the most steady hand. Here. Are you really? I mean, I play guitar the whole time, which kind of results <laughs> into sleight of hand and dexterous. You know, I'll, I'll just put my hand out like on the sturdiest thing that's near me. Is there a table, bed stand? Go ahead. Have at it, bro. Just don't cut my hand. All right, I got this. Don't worry. Give me sleight of hand roll. 18. Uh, You start trying to carve into this mitten. You're pulling the fabric. The thing just like wraps around the knife as you're moving back and forth. Oh, God, wait, what? Xander, you can feel a little bit of pressure. It doesn't feel like it's cutting you because there's like a barrier in between. The fabric doesn't even fray. Oh, no. Bro, this huh. thing's going to eat the knife. Uh, I'm going to back away from this mitten. Hmm. Damn. I think we need, like, more magic to take it off. Yeah, I guess uh, you might be stuck with a mitten for a bit. <laughs> okay. I hope that's okay. Yeah, no, I've, I've dealt with worse. I've gotten things stuck <laughs> in things before, so it's, it's all good. What could be worse oh. than this? I tr- I'm not going to get into it right now, though, but <laughs> trust me, it can be worse. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to uh, I'm going to take out my camera and like document it. I'm going to put all of them, all the homies in the background, mitten up. It's the focus, but you can see everyone else behind it. <laughs> Are you trying to make a pretty picture or just trying to document? Yeah, let's let's do a pretty picture. Give me performance. Artsy mitten photo. Hell yeah. Nat 20. <gasps> oh, oh, shit. Yeah. So you're able to get this really nice portrait mode style picture with the mitten in complete view with everyone else in the background a little bit blurry, but you can still tell who it is. In the mitten, you can see, again, some of these frayed lines say, Namora. There she is. Also, in this picture. <gasps> oh, What? is a creature. What? It is a tiny, thin, green humanoid with large, alien, bug-like eyes. What? Excuse me? No. It has fleshy, bat-like wings. No. And two noodly appendages coming from the top of its head that protrude just above its long ears. It stands on two hind legs, but is a four-legged creature with opposable thumbs on all of its clawed limbs. The creature is currently standing behind Sebastian, and it looks like he is going to cut one of the strings on Daisy. What the hell is that? A split second later, you hear, twing! (gasps) Oh, (gasps) shit, dude! I look up. Oh, green eggs and goddamn, what the hell is that? The creature is here in the room with you. We can see it. Can we see it? You can all see it now. And you heard it snap one of the strings on Sebastian's guitar. What What the the absolute fuck fuck is that? It looks quizzically at you, Xander, and cocks its head. 
before it starts moving slowly over to you. Ah! Oh. In your head, Xander, you hear... Front. What the oh, fuck? Oh, 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 All right, I know that wasn't my voice in my head. I want to push it. Okay, you give it a push. Oh, oh, friend, friend. In Xander's head only. Hey, hey, yo, leave it alone, leave it alone. He's, I think it's friendly. What do you, what do you mean? It just cut Daisy's. Oh, okay, all right, well, hold up, hold up. It's not hurting anyone besides Daisy. Just give it a, give it a second. Uh, and I'll like kneel down. It moves over to you and it starts climbing up your leg and onto your back. It climbs all the way up. It stands on your shoulder with its two clawed hind legs. And he puts a hand on your head as it starts looking around the room like he's like balancing himself. Whoa. That's dope as hell. How big is it? Are you kidding me? It is a tiny creature. So like a squirrel or something. So like the size of Frederick? A little bit bigger than Frederick because of his like big wingspan. Like he's got bat like wings. Frederick looks scared. Uh I'll like reach up and like tickle its chin. Round. Are you Oh maybe guys, guys, yo, okay, so I see it in the picture. Maybe this maybe this is Namora. Shit. All Ask right. it. Ask it its name. Are you Namora, little dude? Namora. 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 All right. I guess I guess that answers that. I think this might be Namora. That's dope. All right. Mystery solved. What? What do you mean? How? Y'all didn't. All right. Well, if y'all didn't hear that, then it must be saying stuff in my head because I'm hearing voices that are not mine. And normally that's a worrying thing. But I think like it's it's at least like related to the actions that it's doing. And it's like looking at me. So I'm not worried about it this time. But, you know, I think I think I think homie here is Namora. That that thing you kept asking about in your pictures. This is what you saw? Only this time. I just saw the name before. And I'm going to start, like, flipping through my camera settings, trying to, like, get to the picture area. In one of the settings, there's now an option that says find familiar. <laughs> what? Yes, there is. It's in the camera settings. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> it's, it's, like, right under format. It's like, format, find familiar. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, now we have to worry about this, but if Xander thinks it's okay, I guess we just deal with it. It seems to really like him, but I actually have some more info now that we're all together again. On what? I guess the Doubtfires, I don't know if anyone else heard them mention May last night. I guess that's their daughter. They used to bring her down here, like, every single year. And then she just up and left and now lives here. They haven't seen her for years. Did they have a fight? They, they didn't really say too much. All they said was that she just left. I guess she really liked the art and the architecture here. I don't know if we might want to ask around for her. Sure. I don't know if it's of any importance to us, but it might be nice to just ask and see. Yeah. Okay. Should we get some breakfast first? Yeah. You guys head downstairs. Both the Doubtfires are currently sitting at the bar. They are not eating anything. They look like they have packed and ready to leave. Before I come downstairs, I'm putting on that necklace. The fan the special necklace. Oh, the fancy one. Oh shit. I was planning on attuning to it over breakfast though, so now I'm just downstairs with it on. 
Oh, you guys want breakfast? <sighs> this is just disastrous. Let us go back to Haven, please. If you could escort us and we will be seeing no more of any of you, it will be great. Let's, let's get some really awesome, authentic local food, right? Breakfast, like... All right, just go. Please, please just go. It's like, they don't want to eat here. I haven't started but cooking yet. I don't have any patrons. You see? <sighs> this place is pretty much empty. There's a couple people still passed out from last night, like, on the benches. We were offering to be your patrons, but okay. Let's go, I guess. I'm going to cast Goodberry. The Doubtfires do not want one. They are ready to just get back to Haven. And you guys start your long walk to Haven. Is that that's directly where you're going? Yeah. Yeah. Do they react at all to um, Namora on my shoulder? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> what? Did you, did you go to Helen back last night? I mean, kind of, but we were all there. Oh, God, please. Everything is terrible. We're taking you home. Oh, are you are you guys freaking out because of this dude? He's fine. He's fine. He's friendly. Oh, Don't worry. God. It was almost as bad as the mattress last night. Um, he is going to jump onto her. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is he just jumping, like, onto her shoulder? Yeah, he's jumping onto her shoulder and is, like, playing with her hair. Oh, as he does so. Most of her hair was extensions in like a wig. Oh my God. And it starts moving <laughs> off. And she goes, oh, No, please, no. And she's like, starts running around the bar trying to get him off and shaking. Oh, shit, shit. No more. Get, come back. get back here. Plow? Plow? We'll, we'll play later. Come on, come on. Come back here. He jumps on your back and he's like putting his front legs on your shoulder and his back legs kind of like down your back. And you're kind of using him almost as a backpack. Super tight. I love that. You guys head towards Haven. On your walk, he starts actually digging through your bag a little bit. Because he's small enough to like literally just get into your bag. You can hear on the ground behind you. The fuck was that? Hey. It looks like he threw away Colonel Mustard. <gasps> no, Colonel! Me front. Oh, you guys aren't going to get along. Me front. I'll pick it up and, and call it a jet to give it to him. Uh, yo, buddy, I don't think uh, Namor here's going to like having this dude around. So uh, can you take care of him? Colonel Mustard, he was the, it's the epic winner of the dragon races. Yeah, I can, I can hold on to it. I'll throw it in my bag for you. Thanks, bro. Appreciate you. Can I pet the Namora a little bit? I mean, by all means. I want to pet him under the chin like, like how Xander did. He does the cat thing where he kind of like gets a little comfortable with it, but you, you go a little too hard and he pulls back after a second. Does it feel like a frog or like a lizard or like something furry? It's not furry. It is frog-like, mm-hmm. mm. toad-y or a little bit lizard-y, but with more muscle. Does he, does he say anything to me or no? You guys have not heard a peep out of this thing. Dang it. As you move through the city, you come to a building with a large, empty white wall. And there are two dwarves here, one dressed in a pearlescent blue, the other dressed in a fiery red. And they seem to be drawing a crowd to the white wall behind them. There is a pile of wood, as well as a large basin of water. As the crowd grows, you can see the pile of wood is lit into a roaring fire. <laughs> lit. The female dwarf in the red gown begins magically twirling the fire in her hand 
as the man in the blue begins doing the same with the water from the basin. The man begins spraying the water onto the white wall in various patterns. Some areas getting doused while others are just gently misted. The woman begins controlling the fire, sending it towards the white wall at various intensities. The fire leaves dark black marks along the wall, while the added water prevents areas from becoming blackened. They leave scorch marks of various degrees of darkness, with whites peeking through to accent and highlight. They tend to move slowly but rhythmically as they move around this large wall. It seems like they are creating art. Like pancake art. It seems to be a large mural. What of? It seems to be a pegasus coming out of a cocoon. Whoa. What? Are pegasus real here? I didn't know that was how they were born. That's crazy. Can can we tell what this wall is a part of? Like, is it a side of a specific building or something? It looks like it is a connection of a few different small shops. Think of a strip mall. It's like the end of a long strip of different shops. Well, cool. You guys are watching and you hear foot tapping as Mrs. Doubtfire wants to continue moving. Yeah, yeah, we're coming. <sighs> We're enjoying the art. Take it all in while you're here. Sheesh. Yes, May would love it. Yeah. I'm gonna look at Xander and be like, Karen's, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they always ruin in the street art. I did not tell you my name. (laughs) Why does everyone know of James and Karen Doubtfire? You're able to get past the guards relatively easily, especially since you are bringing back the Doubtfires. You're able to rejoin in the bottom of this inn. They head directly over to the bartender, Gerald. Pay him, get a room key, they grab food, and they go back upstairs. Okay, bye, guys. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. You're welcome for the experience of a lifetime. (laughs) So ungrateful, man. Sebastian... What did you learn from her? What did you ask her about um, Valorith? Uh, I, I got a little too caught up in the May thing. And then, you know, uh, the place exploded, Blueberry. Uh, so I didn't really have time, okay? <sighs> we had that whole ball. I didn't even get to bowl my second ball. Okay? What? <laughs> I don't want to talk about last night. <laughs> my bad, guys. <sighs> what a waste. That's the whole reason I wanted them to hang out with us. So we could learn. Well, I mean, they're just upstairs. We could just go chat, you know? Yeah, but now they hate us. Uh, You're kind of right. You see, Jaria is down here eating with Kovar. Oh, do we want to talk to them? Don't they not like us? You are the only one on good terms with him right now. Uh, We can't. Only you can. Yeah. Should we ask about the wine company? The New Beginnings Wine? Remember that? Uh... We can ask about it. I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask. Yeah, I could go for a drink. No, I mean, there was like a, there was like on the back of the note from somebody, it was the wine label. Uh, right, you want to go to the stores. Drink, isn't it like nine in the morning? Bro, it's, it's always time to drink. I was going to say it's always five o'clock somewhere, but like that's cliche. Just drink when you want. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> the guy, the badger, the guy who's disguised as badger, his note was written on the back of a New Beginnings wine label. Oh, yeah. yeah. It doesn't hurt to ask about right. it. Right, 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 right. We can add it to our list, uh, our long list of places we need to go. Okay. 
Do we still have that wine bottle, uh, wine label on us? Yeah, one of you does. I don't remember who grabbed it. I think it's me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give it to me and I'll show it to them as like part of the evidence or whatever and ask them about it. I can do. Hands it over. Which one should I talk to? They're together, right? Ugh. Well, Jaria still kind of likes you. So as long as you're alone, I don't think we should go up with you. But I mean, he's still he's still down to okay, chat. I'll I'll go up by myself to kind of both of them, I guess. Good morning. Blueberry. Hi. Yeah. Um. So when we returned from that last thing, I forgot something that might be useful. Is we found this note on the back of a wine label. For- Stop upstairs now. Okay. And he stands up and points. Kovar ushers you upstairs. A little groggy this morning. Yes, yes, upstairs, upstairs. Shh, quiet. And many of the other patrons are looking at you right now as Jaria ushers you all upstairs. All of us? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Please don't kill us. <laughs> Why? What happened? Why Why did we summoned here? Shh. Okay, okay. Sorry. You guys take a second to go upstairs in silence as the bar is rather silent in the morning takes you back into that same room where you guys were kind of sitting down and speaking with him earlier. He brings Blueberry up to his desk as he sits down as the other you are kind of in the back of the room. You do not speak of that in public. I didn't think I was speaking of anything real specific out loud. Where did you get that? It's This was on the guy who is pretending to be Badger. Why are you meddling with new beginnings? I don't know anything about this winery. I just wanted to show it to you in case you had knowledge on it. Which it kind of seems like he does. He looks at you, looks at the rest of you. All right. So here's the problem. I now know that you know too much. What? Kovar is standing at the door that you guys all walked in on. What do you mean? I don't know anything. How would you like another job? I would not refuse. Okay. You will be getting paid as normal. Okay. What is it? I can tell you the details later. We're still working out all of them. But it involves new beginnings. And it will put an end to Pastel's problems. Uh, the the Ashen Phoenix? Hmm... You're all too smart for your own good. While this conversation is happening, Namora's going to hop down and try and go into the drawers. We're going to get murdered. (laughs) Is it sneaking? It would Namora be sneaking? I mean, I don't think it would be trying to make noise, but I don't think it's purposely trying to sneak. And he's sitting at the desk like he would notice this. And he's going to fucking punch the shit out of (laughs) Namora. We're going to say he misses the punch really bad, so he just pushes the desk door closed. Kovar. Kovar walks over and tries to grab at Namora. I'm assuming Namora's probably going to try to run away, right? Turn into a bat? (laughs) Namora turns into a bat. Oh, god damn it. Uh, uh, Sorry, sorry. He's new. I just, I just, he's, I'm going to, that's my bad, and I'll call him back over comes over and he he like lands on your shoulder and then he tries to curl up under your armpit and he tries to like push your arm up to like hold up so he can hang upside down. 
All right, I can do that. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, I'm I'm real sorry, guys. I don't know. He just started hanging out. Hey. Uh-huh. I give Xander finger guns. Yeah. <laughs> just make a deal. You help us with a little favor in the next few days. I should have more details tomorrow, and we'll plan exactly when it's going to happen. A little job we got going on that needs some discretion. And if you do that, I'll pay you, and I'll help you out. Anything the Voiceless can do for you. This is the biggest job we've got. The most important job we've got. Don't you hate us? I'm trying to give you a chance at life. I'm doing this because we need someone outside of the voiceless for this. Too many people know our faces. And you being new here, most people don't know you yet. And like I said, you found out too much. Refuse, you're not leaving this room. No, I mean, I already told you we'd do it. That's what I like to hear. Think of anything else you'd like us to assist with after. Can we make sure we also get like all the all the requirements for this quest too, so we don't get like cheated out of some money? He shoots a look at Kovar back at you and says, It will be written out very detailed for you. Tight. Appreciate it. But I need to know that you will do as you're told. Yeah, of course. Yeah, dog, we're trustworthy. As long as we know what it is to do, of course. Meet me here tomorrow night. I will have everything drawn up and we can come up with a solidified plan. Okay. Any specific time? Sundown. Okay. Sounds like a date. (laughs) Yes. Thursday will be the date. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You may leave. Kovar steps away from the door. Come on, guys. let's, Let's go downstairs. Okay. And you guys are all able to leave Haven. Let's go to the docks. Okay. We can sit on the edge and kick our feet. Yeah. yeah. And just look around while we're chilling and see if we see any, see any gnomes. Yeah. Perfect. I'm with it. You go to the docks. Same as before. These are attached to the archway. They're just out to the water. So it's a very long straight dock and there's a big ass wall in between you and the city when you're at the docks. Lots of ships coming in just like normal. A lot on the end here uh, that you guys are coming from. There's like three or four big docks that are all owned by the Iron Key. You can see a lot of these guys walking around, big tattoos, all that. And they're carrying a bunch of stuff off of these boats into one of their warehouses nearby. You're able to just kind of like sit here and listen to the relative lack of waves. There's like little, little waves coming around. Everyone give me perception. Oh, yeah. 23. 18. 18. Hey. Whoa. 13. You're seeing a lot happen around here right now. There is, again, a bunch of people coming in and out of these ships. You're seeing a few gnomes. Most of them have tattoos of some sort, uh, but they seem to be like, oh, some of them got face tattoos. Some of them got tattoos on their hands. Others like aren't completely covered all the way. Most of them have both hands. You know, he only has one hand. The other one's got like a mechanical glove on it. Doesn't seem like anyone perfectly matching Zephyr. The one thing you do notice, Blueberry, is as you're sitting here, a box coming off of one of these ships from the Iron Key 
is labeled Hyannis. What's Hyannis? That's where he got the candies. Candies? Oh. What candies? The ones that Zephyr ate while he was getting his tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. We gotta find that box. Did we finish our short rest? Yeah, you finished your short rest. This necklace did not take an attunement slot. You did get used to it, and you do now have a feeling of what it does. <gasps> it feels like you will be able to be a little more in tune with poisons. Poisons? You are resistant to poison damage while wearing the necklace. Oh! Nice. Beautiful. That's dope. So you guys want to follow this? Absolutely. Yes, please. Get in trouble, you guys! Are you trying to be stealthy, or are you just kind of watching and following? We're just uh, walking naturally. It's gonna be like stealthy. Like we're gonna we're gonna like oh hide God. behind boxes and like what, if they look our <laughs> way, we're gonna like duck behind the box and then we look out and they're not looking. And we follow more. And then we like go in with the crowds. Everybody, give me stealth checks. Yeah, I'm walking naturally. They're stealthing. Well, if Blueberry's walking naturally, God knows what I'm doing because I got a nat one. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. I have disadvantage on stealth. <laughs> So, it's a seven. I don't think Xander's really going to try here. Sebastian, you, you duck behind one of these pillars. It's like a place that you like would tie up some of the boats, but you duck a little too quickly trying to get out of view, and it is slippery <laughs> and algae-filled here, and you slide right into the water. Oh, shit! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> About 20 <laughs> feet down. Oh, God! <laughs> oh, I want to thorn whip him. <laughs> That's not going to work. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so Sebastian falls in. Uh, some of these guys from the Iron Key, they start running over. They start throwing rope down to you. There's actually a nearby rope ladder that's normally tucked away, and they, like, throw it down. They're kind of laughing at you, Sebastian. <laughs> I'm going to swim over and pull myself up. Xander has fallen over from laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the other guys are joining you. Are you okay? Oh, you okay, big guy? As you get to the top, this dude gives you a hand and tries pulling oh, you up. Th- thanks, my guy. I, I appreciate you. Uh, sorry, I, it was kind of slippery. I'm not used to that. The converse aren't really good for, for docks and stuff, uh, you know? Yeah, weird shoes you got. Yeah. Haven't quite got your sea legs yet, have no, you? No, definitely, definitely not. Jet, what are you doing while you're... Are you continuing? Jet's still trying to hide. But are you trying to continue following this dude that's walking away? Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm still following the box, hiding. What was your stealth check? Uh, Seven. <laughs> yeah, Jet, you are, like, ducked behind a set of these boxes as two dudes come over and take the top box off so you're no longer able to, like, hide. And they kind of look at you like, yo, dude, get the fuck out of here. And they grab the box uh, uh, and pick uh, it up. Uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And Sebastian, you, you, you're you kind of caught talking with these guys as they're like kind of poking fun at you, laughing a little bit before like giving you a pat on the back and heading out. All right. Well, th- thanks for helping me, guys. Uh, my name's Sebastian, by the way. Nice to meet everybody. Hey, yo, give them one of their one of your mixtapes. I'll leave them with a cassette. Uh, here, this is for you guys. Uh. I don't have my sea shanty uh, on there yet, but maybe... They're still walking away. They're, they're just like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this guy rounds the corner into the city. You guys currently have lost sight of the box to Hyannis. Yo, Jet, why don't you follow him? It looked like Sebastian needed help. I mean, 
probably. I it was funny though. So, uh <laughs> it's probably on on me for not like helping him or following him or whatever. I was just man, boy is all wet. <laughs> well, actually, why don't we just why don't we maybe we should just go like rush after that see if we can get sight of him again. You want to try to catch up? Yeah. I'll race you. Sounds good. Here we go. All right. Yeet. All right, you guys give chase. At least Chet and Xander do. I'm just going to go fast enough to keep them in my vision. Who's winning between Xander and Jet? I mean, technically, you guys both have the same speed. So give me acrobatics because this this area is a little bit slippery. Nine. <sighs> it's an eight. Yes, yes, oh. yes. <laughs> Jet's going a little bit faster. It's like that thing where like if two people are trying to run on ice. Um, <laughs> so you kind of have to like really slow down. Because you keep on slipping Scooby just a little characters. bit. You guys really <laughs> yeah. But you're able to get around this corner. It does not look like you see this guy. The only thing you see is a few other guys bringing boxes towards the Iron Key shipping warehouse. Maybe we should check that place out. Seems like there's like a lot of dudes coming through from the, from the Iron Key. Hopefully it's the only place they're bringing the boxes. Good point. All right. Yeah. When we uh, walk up there. Let's hold up for Blue and Sebastian, and then we'll get up there. You guys stop? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're just waiting up for you guys. Um, there's a warehouse up there, it looks like, so, you know, check it out. I'm squishy squashing up to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> ew. Are you guys headed towards the warehouse? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, as you do so, like, there's obviously, like, people walking in and out. But as you guys are walking up, one of these dudes was the dude who just kept walking away from you. Sebastian. Hey, sea legs. Yeah. What do you need? Hey. Oh, hey. Uh, uh, well, first. Oh, 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 sea legs. You looking to buy? <laughs> and he cracks his knuckles. You looking to buy? Uh, yeah, of, of course. Of course. Yeah, that that's what we're here for. Oh, oh my God. All right. All right. How much you need? Uh, three. <laughs> you, you just want you just want three doses. Uh, you know what? Make it make it make it four if that's okay. You want four doses? All right, all right. What's the what's the the typical dose for like one human? I'm sorry, I'm still new to this. I'm I'm really sorry. Oh oh, don't worry, don't worry, sea legs. I get it. One for each of you. Don't worry. They're all individually packaged. Oh, okay. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I, I was actually hoping I could trade you this. I, I tried giving it to you before, but I, I don't think I caught up with you quick enough. It, it's a it's a mix. Sorry, tape. dude. No trades. Only cash. Okay, well, you can have it anyway. Uh, Just keep it away from any flammables, if you know what I mean. Um, Yeah, don't don't burn it, I guess. Uh, sure. All right, cool. Um, You say four? Uh, sure. All right, dude. 40 gold. (laughs) 40 gold. And he holds out four little packets. Oh, no. I hate this. (laughs) They are this gray powder with black specks in it. Oh. Oh, I don't think this was the stuff I had before. Uh, Oh, no. If If you've been here, Sea Legs, this is what you got. Oh my god. Uh Z- Xander? You need me to spot you? I, I got you. I got you. This is your cut. Oh, 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 thank you. Thank you. I'm not gonna spend it on this though. 
You had grave dust before, right? That's sick as fuck. <laughs> How much gold did I just get first? Uh, it would it would have been fifty if I just split it right and right in half. Nice. Okay. Uh, well. Okay. Um. Actually, sorry. I just talked with my associate. I guess we only need uh one one vial. I'm I'm so sorry to to mm. trouble you. Hey, listen. If you want one for yourself, that's fine. I promise you. If you if you try splitting four ways, you won't feel it. Oh no, we're just we're we're just gonna have you know my my buddy over here try it. What? <laughs> All right, ten gold. Tell him to come see Jasper. If he needs any more. Okay, okay, Jasper. All right, okay, I got you. Thanks, bud. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. Uh, my friend's never never done grave dust before. He could you could you give him like a rundown of you know kind of what it what it does real quick if if that's okay. Oh. Just at least tell him what he's in for. I like I said, I'm just a first time experience. I didn't really could yeah, catch all yeah, of it, you know. Yeah. Hey, buddy, buddy, your friend Sealegs here, he can do it, but I'm telling you, it'll bring you closer to death to make you feel more alive. Not for the faint of heart. All right, all right, type. All right, Sealegs, come back and see me. Yeah, oh, oh, wait, well, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, while, while I'm here and I have you, um, there was a box that just went in there? Yeah, we got lots of boxes in there. Yeah, but the, the, there's only one specifically. I'm, I'm sorry to, to bug you. It actually somehow ended up on your ship. My buddy Jet was carrying it, and I, I think when he, he he saw me fall into the water, he dropped it. I think one of your boys picked it up and, and brought it in here. And I'm so sorry, but we we do actually kind of need that <laughs> box. It's it's detrimental to us right now. What the fuck? Which box? Uh, it's, it's the one that says Hyannis. It's from there. We kind of order some special candies for him. He's He's got a really particular diet. Give me deception with disadvantage. Disadvantage? Oh, I thought I was doing so good. I'm using my inspiration. 14. Sea legs, you trying to pull a fast one? <laughs> no, I would... I would never do that to you, man. Like, we're, we're bonding over here. We're bros. You got the wrong box, my friend, and I wouldn't ask about that box anymore, okay, Sea legs? No! Uh, you don't ask about that again. Uh, okay. He's staring you down. Uh, okay. Sounds like you need a night off. I don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> Get out of here. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, guys, we're done here. Let's go. Thank you for the grave dust. Ah, bye. <laughs> I think we need to go to Drunken Ox and like ask about May and look around for gnomes. Like we did look yeah. around for gnomes. Yeah, let but well we could take the night off there. Uh so why don't you guys head back to the Drunken Ox and I'll chill here with Homie and have him like scout out. Maybe see if that we see that box again. That no, I don't think we should do that. That sounds like trouble. It's pretty scary to be in this city alone, man. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I'm not going to be doing nothing. I'm just going to be hanging out by the docks and, 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 and no, low in the more. Come, come with us. Man, y'all are lame. We don't want to push it any further. We don't want to leave you alone. But that's our best lead on getting Zephyr. It's dangerous. Fine, whatever. I'll, I'll go with. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. I'll ox horn on me tonight. All right. You guys head back to the Drunken Ox. It's still midday. You guys have a time to to chill. Place begins to fill up a little bit. Um, and you can see that the bowling alleys have been moved off to the side. And now there is the the mechanical ox that people are riding around on. Yes. 
And now that it's about uh, sundown, it's about two, three hours past sundown. You guys are just going to start asking around. I want to just start looking around first for gnomes. Any bald, missing hands? Any that match our description? (laughs) There's always at least one thing wrong with them. This place is a little bit busier tonight, actually busier than usual. Everyone heard about the escapades and were like, yo, this place lit. You're welcome, Lester. <laughs> yeah, for real. Saying we drive away business, the fuck? He actually gives you a nod and raises an ox horn. And there's cute garlands up. Yeah, this place festive now. Yes, there are still cute garlands up. And blueberry. You start to see a soft orange glow coming from one of the northern windows. Oh. I'm investigating. As you look out, the dark night of Pastau is no more. You look off to the distance in the northern portion of the city towards a raging fire. Uh Uh-oh. You can hear people moving around and shouting in the distance. The flames arise mainly from a single large building in the distance. Haven is burning. (gasps) And for today, that's a wrap. Dude. Oh, God. God. Sheesh. Thank you all so, so much for dropping into the cast party. You can join the cast and crew over at patreon.com slash castparty and get access to a bunch of awesome exclusive perks, rewards, discounts, content, and so, so much more. We just dropped the second part of our Secret Santa character exchange where we all picked names at random, made a character for our recipient, and had a super fun, hilarious adventure with them. No one knew what they were playing until we started recording. It is insane. You also get access to our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every single Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this episode's winner is Leisha. Leisha, I'll be reaching out to you to get you some awesome Cast Party merch of your own and so you can rock it and make Xander jealous. Stay tuned in two weeks for episode 11, featuring our very first special guest. We can't wait, and we hope to see you then. So long. Ah, oh, don't you love the sun? Boy, this trip to Hawaii was so worth it. Hey, Sir Archibald Merriweather Wentworth Uppercrustington Preppelwald III and Little Corgi Longfellow, don't you think it was such a good idea coming here? Let's finish fishing for the Humuhumunukunuka Apuahas and go meet up with our lovely friend Eric. What do you think? The one sneeze that I sent you guys, it was like I was already on Snapchat, so I was I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, oh my god, it was perfect, and that's why it was yeah. so fast. Got but it. like I had that stupid yeah. sneeze face too. That see, that's what um, needs to happen because I I just yeah. can't time it properly. Just be stuck in Snapchat twenty four seven. I know, seriously, just kill my phone battery. <laughs> yeah, I sneezed about um, eight hundred times yesterday because I was cleaning out my old bedroom ooh. and it was like Did you so have an dusty. Old bedroom at my mom's house. Do you guys? Oh, that's right. Yeah, you were at your mom's. Do you guys yeah, know anybody yeah, yeah. that sneezes? When they sneeze, they sneeze like multiple times. Dude, my mom. My mom. My mom sneezes yeah. thirty times in a row, and it, oh that's no exaggeration. Oh. It's ridiculous. That's my not an buddy? exaggeration. My mom is always twice. Uh, oh my god, no! Mm. My my buddy. I usually do three now. He, he does like eight or nine. He goes like, huh? 
It's like what the no, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And they're they're like mini sneezes. They're not like like they they're just these tiny little. I need a doctor to explain. Yeah, seriously. He is broken in some way. My mom will like do the achoo, and then another second later, it's achoo. It's like normal sneezes, but it literally happens like twenty to thirty times. Like if it if a yeah. if a spurt happens, it's so weird. It's terrifying when she's driving. Yeah, so, uh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was a a dude in high school that would do the same like rapid fire ones, um, but they were like half dad level. So oh he'd have to be like, like he'd oh have to God. announce in class. He'd be like, I'm sorry, I have to sneeze. And then what? just rapid fire 17 times, 18 times in a row. And like the rest of the class would just be looking at him. Oh my God, like, you poor think, kid. Oh you'd my think God. he'd need to like take a breath in the middle of just like this huge breath. as he's just like <laughs> expelling all this air. So there was uh, one girl at, at school that she had the most obnoxious sneeze in the world. Like, she would scare the entire class. My class consisted of like 110 people or something like that. And I don't know. We'd be in the big lecture hall. And I don't know where you just hear. Ah! It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like people would throw their books in the air. Like it, it sounded like she was oh screaming. Well, yes. See, uh, fuck. Team Rocket blasting. I'm going to have to do that so often. <laughs> I'm going to do the same. Fuck, what is his voice? God, Team Rocket blasting off. I'm going to do the same. Oh, oh, uh, Team Rocket. Uh, yeah, uh, should I? Uh, Team Rocket blasting off again. That literally works. That works every time. <laughs> Haven is burning. <gasps> the dope fires. And, f- and for today, that's a wrap. Dude, whoa. Uh. Get it? Fire? God. Don't fire. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.